A lot of people heading up to the cottage. I know one of the stops is going to be at the LCBO to pick out whatever you uh, need for your supplies. Maybe you're having a barbecue. Uh, You want something. Maybe you're celebrating a World uh, Gin Day tomorrow. Um, And you want to get a bottle of uh, gin to uh, celebrate with a fun and tonic or two. Well, uh, you'll have to know about this. The Ontario Public Service Employees Union requested a no-board report from the Ministry of Labour. The LCBO, uh, they have set a strike deadline of 12.01 a.m. on June 26th. That's a Monday, four days to Canada's 150th birthday party. So the timing uh, definitely is uh, interesting. Uh, We're joined now by Smokey Thomas, president of OPSU. Welcome to the show, Smokey. Oh, thanks for having me on, Kelly. For people tuning in now, uh, what what is the union fighting for here? Well, in this round of bargaining, as in previous ones, but this one in particular, the biggest fight at the table is over part-time work, shift schedules, cancellation of shift, how the workers are treated. Uh, 84% of the LCBO's part-time workers, about the high 70s to 80% are female workers. And the employer just, even since the last contract, is more part-time more age, uh, you know, going out to hiring more hiring halls, uh, agencies to put workers in, and they make less than LCBO workers, but they cost more than, than uh, LCBO workers because they pay the agency extra money. Uh, I talked to one fellow, he worked 90 days in a row, four hours a day, but there was eight hours work a day in the store. They split it up, gave other people four hours. So we're saying to the employer, look at, you know, would you would you would you treat your own family that way if they worked for you? And they won't answer those questions. Smokey, let me ask you this: If I could just break in, Kathleen Wynn announced some uh, new labor law changes. Uh, shouldn't those help with shift scheduling and some of the things that you're you're complaining about here? Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, and I applaud the premier for doing that. I mean, there's a whole lot of debate to happen over that. Yeah, the very things the premier's talking about: equal pay for equal work. Uh, ending precarious work is exactly what we're fighting against in this contract. We want to end the precarious work. We want, you know, we did win equal pay for equal work with the Human Rights Commission. We we paved the way on that. So they're the same issues the premier's talking about fixing, or the same issues we're trying to fix at the bargaining table. I'm actually publicly calling on the premier who runs the LCBO. The government's in charge of it. Mm. To phone over and tell the CEO, hey, you know, get off your desk, stop being so mean, and get a deal. There's if there's one to be had there very easily. You also uh, have a problem with what you call creeping privatization. This is uh, wine and beer and cider in grocery stores. Yeah, we do. We're opposed to that. And uh, and on a philosophical basis uh, as, a, as a principle, but uh, we don't believe in privatization. But also on a practical basis, why would they give away market share? And uh, But, you know, that, uh, that uh, horse has left the burn, if you will. Uh, but now we're back to, um, you know, she, I don't think we can do any more stores. But now is to to stop the erosion of the of the quality of work life in the LCBO, and we're still we'll still fight privatization on all fronts. That's we won't give up on that fight. All right. So let me ask you this: Last time we spoke, you alluded to the fact that management uh, tend to uh, they they leave settling anything uh, with regards to the workers to the last minute to bump up sales. Yeah. Now we're you know the strike date has been set for June 26th. That's four days before Canada's 150th birthday. It's a really big deal. A lot of people are going to want to go to the LCBO. So the the timing is interesting here. Um, you know, you were kind of alluding to it's sort of like a fire sale, like people you know on yeah. mass stock up. But I didn't. The union set the strike date. How does this work? No, how it works was we got frustrated at the table because the team sat there for several days with literally no contact with management, no movement. So to get it moving, historically, with particularly in this employer, 
you got to go to the Ministry of Labor and say, listen, talks are broken down. We need a conciliator appointed. So you do that by, it's just a piece of paper you apply to the ministry to come in, and it's called a no-board report. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. That's just what it got called years ago. So what happens is the ministry then sets the date of the striker lockout is actually a ministry date well, that, uh, when they issue the paper. That's very telling, you know, for what you, you know, we were talking about earlier on with the management and the fact that they like these big uh, moments yeah. where people, you know, freak out and think, oh, I better get get it while it's hot, get it before I can't get it anymore. Uh, so with um, them sending the strike date before the long weekend, I guess it doesn't really help your cause either because it doesn't elicit sympathy from the public, the consumers who are going to say, well, you know what, that's fine, do that, and I'm just going to go to the grocery store. Yeah, no, I, I I actually agree with you, Kelly. But the only thing is, the grocery store, you can't get gin and whiskey and stuff. But so here's what I'd say to the, ask the public to consider: if you're going to stock up, go into the LCBO the week before the 26th and support the workers and say, you know what, just in case you're going on strike, I'm going to get an extra bottle of wine or an extra six pack or an extra bottle of hooch, and and I'm here to support you. My workers, I tell you, who you know. Every place I've ever toured, talking to customers outside, they love the workforce. Love the workforce. It's a great experience. So I'm asking public, maybe if you know, if you want to support good jobs, ask yourself, would you want to? Would you want to? You know, the LCBO is bragging mm. that most half its workforce get a thousand hours a year. You can't live on a thousand hours a year. So they brag about something that should shameful. So to the public, we don't. I, and I say this again, we do not want to strike. We want to bargain a contract. There's a deal there to be had. The employer's being very, very stubborn and, frankly, downright mean. You know, they pay their full-time managers bonuses to cut hours of work and, you know, to cut hours out of the out of the stores. So, uh, you know, so for the public, you know, if we if we want to get a, get rid of this, uh, you know, precarious work environment, we all got to stick together here. I'll, I'll back up anybody else that's fighting and for good jobs anywhere, my union, we, we will we'll go to bat with anybody, stand shoulder to shoulder with anybody. So I'm asking the public, get on board here. Get on to the Premier. She says she wants good jobs. Well, you know, put your money where your mouth is, Premier. Right, Smokey, I want, I want to just get in here before I can because we're running out of time. I want to ask you one last question. Has the union lost a valuable negotiating tool now that beer, wine, and cider are in the grocery stores? Uh, no, no, not at all because that's a, a literally a fraction of the sales. So mm. they would lose a tremendous amount of money if there was a strike. But, right. you know, the employer brags about all the record sales they had before a strike deadline. So it was kind of twisted in a way. You know? Yeah. Well, and the same thing. I mean, and there, you know, I was just thinking when you said tell everybody to stock up at the grocery store, you're kind of giving them what they want. Or no, at the, not, uh, at the not the grocery no, store. Sorry, at the LCBO, you're kind of giving them what they want, that, you know, well, bump in sales. Yeah, just in case. Well, you can return <laughs> booze too, by the way, if it's not open. So yeah. you could do that too, right? So. Well, listen, but, uh, I, uh, I appreciate your time, Smokey, and no, uh, thank you so much for being on the show and joining us. Uh, thanks for your interest, Kelly. I really appreciate it. All right. That's Smokey Thomas, head of uh, president of OpSue. It's 220.